Hi, I'm Pastor Rip Roberts, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to Point of Grace, the podcast ministry of Grace Point Fellowship. Welcome to this special Good Friday edition of our podcast entitled, It is Finished. Join me as I read from the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 30. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. The death of Jesus Christ on the cross was God's plan. He, Jesus, was rejected so you could be accepted. He was hated so you could be loved. He was crucified so you could be justified. The death of Jesus Christ on the cross is central to the Christian faith. Through the life, crucifixion on the cross, and resurrection of Christ, God achieved the redemption of believers and brought hope to the world. Among the last words of Christ on the cross, none are more moving or important than it is finished. The Greek word translated, it is finished, is teletestai, and it is an accounting term that means paid in full. Jesus was declaring that the debt owed to God, the Father, had been wiped away completely and forever. The debt of sin, paid in full. Not his debt. He didn't owe one. He never sinned. Our debt. You and I owe more than we can pay. We have all sinned. As he talked with his father just before his arrest, Jesus said, I have bought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. His death and the way he died wasn't something that just happened to Jesus. It was his divine assignment. There's no room for us to see Jesus Christ as a helpless martyr. His death wasn't something that might have been stopped or avoided. His death was the very reason he came. He told us so. Now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. John chapter 12, verses 27 through 28. Don't misunderstand this very important truth. The case for our forgiveness is not built merely on the idea that God is our Father and He forgives us simply because He loves us. Thinking like that ignores the fact that God is a just, moral, and holy God. He must judge and punish our sin. Someone must pay the debt of sin. The payment due for sin is death. If God forgives us simply because he loves us, then it wasn't necessary for Jesus to die on the cross. No, 
There was no other way for our sins to be forgiven. We know because Jesus asked. At a point when his soul was overwhelmed with sorrow to death, he asked if there was any other way for God to forgive our sin. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Matthew 26, 39. God forgives sin only because of the death of Christ. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7 tells us, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. The only way God could forgive people was by the death of his son, Jesus. And Jesus is exalted as Savior because of his death. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 9 says, But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honor, because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. The greatest pronouncement of victory the universe has ever heard was declared on the cross of Christ. It is finished. The Word who became flesh and dwelt among us and died for us is the final word in our redemption. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. That's the message of the cross. That's the message of our redemption and peace with God. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We mustn't allow anything to decrease, distort, or destroy the holiness of God through a view of his love that is contrary to the truth of God as revealed by Jesus Christ. Yes, God loves you. He loves you so much that he demonstrated his love on a cross. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. Everything that is necessary for you to receive God's forgiveness, mercy, and grace was accomplished by Jesus on the cross. Colossians chapter 2, verses 14 and 15 tells us this. He has destroyed what was against us. A certificate of indebtedness expressed in decrees opposed to us. He has taken it away by nailing it to the cross.
Yes. The debt has been paid in full. And you and I can thank God. It is finished. Now the question is, what do you do? What do you do with this incredible gift that God has given you? This opportunity. Right where you are. Put your faith in Jesus. Believe that he died for you on the cross and trust in him alone to forgive you from your sins. As soon as you do this, you are adopted into the family of God and enter into a personal, permanent relationship with the God of the universe. If you are trusting in Jesus today, you can express your newfound faith in Christ by simply repeating these words in your heart to God. Dear God, thank you so much for sending your son to die in my place for my sins. I believe Jesus died on the cross, was buried, and rose again. I trust in him to forgive me for all of my sins. I receive this free gift of eternal life through faith right now. And if you pray, prayed that prayer with me, I want you to know this. This prayer didn't save you, but your faith in Jesus does. That's all the time that we have. I want to remind you that God loves you. And we here at Grace Point Fellowship love you too. God bless you and heaven smile richly upon you.